Welcome to Living Out Loud. I'm your host, Valerie Fidan. LOL is a podcast about living vibrantly. Each week, I'm bringing you episodes with interesting interviews and guests in the health and wellness industry. This is a breeding ground for ideas and excitement for a balanced and inspired lifestyle. All the while, living out loud. You're listening to an episode that was previously recorded under FitLife PDX. Today we are sitting down with Sarah from Stella's Kitchen. We're going to talk about meal prepping and where your food comes from and why it matters. Hi, last week we sat down with Katie and we got really in-depth about nutrition and supplement use, but today we're very excited because we're going to focus a little bit more on how to prep your meals and what an appropriate nutritious meal looks like. And we're sitting over here with Sarah from Stella's Kitchen. Thank you so much for having us, Sarah. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming in today. Sarah, thank you so much for having us here. We're really excited to chat with you a little bit more about what you do and sharing with our listeners exactly how you can help them to basically fuel a healthier lifestyle. I was wondering, uh, how long ago did you start Stella's Kitchen? We actually will be celebrating two years next month of our from our first delivery to our first CrossFit gym. And how many CrossFit gyms do you drop your meals to every week? We currently have about two dozen CrossFit gyms that we deliver to throughout Portland Metro, um, as far south as Wilsonville. We're out um, Happy Valley, Clackamas, and all over the Portland Metro. I know you dropped to both the burn cycles, too. Yes. I also ride there, um, so it's great to be able to see people that we feed uh, on the bikes with us. So we drop both at the Pearl and at the Lake Oswego Studios. So people can order their meals online from you, and then they go to one of the local gyms in the PDX metro area, and they pick their food up on what day do they typically pick their foods up? So about almost all of the gyms pick up on Monday between 5.30 and 7. So the idea is you go in, you get your workout done, you take your meals home, ready to go for the week. I love it. So convenient. Yeah, and for our listeners uh, that aren't familiar with Stella's Kitchen, Stella's Kitchen, uh, you guys have been operating for about two years now. And uh, a very unique thing about Stella's Kitchen is that it's basically a women-operated business, which is something that we admire and absolutely love. I was wondering if you could share with us how the whole idea came about um, with starting this. So about two and a half years ago, I was doing product development for a national food company. Uh, I was working closely with a lot of very big food manufacturers, trying to create products that would appease their clientele using poor quality ingredients for the cheapest available costs. Um, It was a soul-sucking job. I didn't get to do much of the creative piece, and I really couldn't stand behind the quality that they were trying to promote. So in that, um, we started talking about doing some meal prep for people and started researching the options for the high-quality protein that's available, the organic ingredients that are available, and this grew out of a need. I was working out with a bunch of my close friends at our CrossFit gym, and everybody was too busy to cook, and one person had asked, and we said, let's try it, and Literally within like six weeks of that, I quit my job and started doing Stella's Kitchen full time. That is so amazing. I love hearing stories like that where it seems like it's a very common underlying theme when I talk to other entrepreneurs that 
you know, they had a very similar story. So hearing something like that and you were basically like delivering a solution to a problem that you saw that you yourself were facing, but also the people around you. And uh, just seeing you grow your business is absolutely so inspiring. Yeah, there um, there seems to be a movement in Portland about the women entrepreneurs coming together and supporting each other's business, and it's something that's very personal to me. And the fact that you have all women working in your kitchen all the time, whenever I come in, um, there are girls in the kitchen making the meals. The kitchen here in Beaverton is beautiful. Let me just say, it's like impeccably clean. It's my favorite place to go pick up meals. Um, I wanted to dive a little bit more into the quality behind your meals because it is distinct for me. I order Stella's meals every week, and I can tell a very big difference between um, between other meals that I've gotten in the past and the ingredients in which you use here in the kitchen. It's literally a night and day difference. It's, I mean, the quality, like Carolyn just mentioned, is is amazing. Oh, that makes me super happy to hear. Um, for me being, so I follow a paleo lifestyle in that I eliminate a lot of the grains and refined sugars in my diet. So that really puts focus on the protein that I'm eating and the produce that I'm eating. And I don't, the protein quality of a paleo life, I think it's very important. It doesn't make any sense to fill your body full of conventionally raised protein, caged eggs, all of those things. If you're going to eat that in such a higher quantity. So we really focus on. Uh, all of our beef is 100% grass-fed. We source from Carmen Ranch, which is also a woman-run ranch out in Wallawa. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been around for over 100 years producing super high-quality grass-fed beef. A lot of the um, high-end restaurants here in Portland are using them, so that's another good sign that they're producing a good-quality product. We source all of our pork locally as well. Um, same with the chickens, free-range chickens. We do 100% free-range, cage-free eggs. And then as far as our produce goes, I, if you guys have followed us on Instagram, you see that we're out farmer's markets, we're out Zoe's Island picking berries, we're trying to support as many other small businesses that are producing products that we can use and getting our name out in our meals. Yeah, that's really amazing. And I mean, it really does show in the quality of the product that you're putting out there. Carolyn gave me one of the meals and I was completely blown away especially after reheating because I feel like when you reheat protein, it either becomes very, very tough and yours was definitely, I felt like I, it had just been a meal that was just cooked that very moment. Yeah. I feel like when you source the ingredients locally, like you do, like I saw on the gram when you went to Savi's Island to pick the berries, when you source the ingredients locally, they have such a longer shelf life because they've not traveled across the country, across state lines in trucks you're cooking it right after you get the produce from local sources. Yes. Um, So every week we plan our menu. We have a lot of thought that goes into knowing that these meals are going to be cooked. They're going to travel to your office, to your gym, in your gym bag, probably in the front seat of your car. You're likely going to eat them at your desk or standing after a workout. So a lot of the cooking technique and planning of our menu really focuses around the end product of everything this meal is going to go through to get you where you need to be. I've got to say my favorite thing about the meals is that I order a week's worth of meals and on the label, it is specific what is in the meal. There is no ingredients I cannot pronounce. Um, You stay away from dairy. You stay away from refined sugar. And it goes down to the fact that, like we talked about Katie last week, 
When I look at one of Stella's Kitchen's labels, that if the meal has um, a higher fat content, I'm going to save that for a time in the day that I'm not working out. It makes it very easy for me to sandwich my workouts with the appropriate macros. We do do a lot of the planning in that, too, as far as the macros are concerned. I try to pair higher fat proteins with lower carb starches, non-starch vegetables. And the same if it's a super lean, like chicken breast, I'm okay putting a higher concentration of carbohydrates so that you can piece them through your day. No matter what macro template you're on, if you're even following macros, it gives you a really easy opportunity to plug and play ready-to-go meals with what your needs are. Yeah, I also saw Carolyn's uh, different meals and like every time she shares it with me, um, just seeing the different macros and really seeing that it is a really balanced meal. So I've had some of your competitors' meals and um, not to like, you know, badmouth anybody and I'm obviously not going to mention anybody, but I feel like your competitors, if you even want to call them competitors, don't really have those macros balanced. So sometimes it's like a crazy amount of carbohydrates that I don't feel like we're thoughtfully planned out like how you just mentioned. And I, that's what's something that I really stood out and something that I really love about Stella's Kitchen is that, that it is a very balanced meal when it comes to your macros. And, um, and then also with dietary restrictions, I have so many dietary restrictions and just knowing that you're a kitchen that uh, caters to that, it makes me feel so much more comfortable um, knowing that if I order something or if I have a meal from Carolyn, that um, I'm not going to get sick and I don't have that worry in the back of my head of, you know, something's going to happen later down the road or later that day if I'm going to feel those symptoms. Yes. So all of our meals in our kitchen are going to be gluten-free, soy-free, corn-free, refined sugar-free. Um, we only cook with avocado oil and coconut oil because those are the two fats that are stable at high temperature. You never want to cook with olive oil at high heats because it breaks down. It's just not as healthy. Um, we do offer some meals that will contain dairy, but those are going to be very clearly labeled, and you order them as such. So you can order, if you're ordering paleo meals, you know they're going to be 100% paleo with no worries of any kind of allergens or anything that's going to upset your stomach if you're avoiding certain ingredients. I know because Valerie and I have talked before on last week's episode about um, our egg and our dairy intolerances. And for me, it's such a peace of mind that I can look at your labels and I know exactly what I'm putting into my body. I find that to be extremely important to me, that I know what I'm fueling myself with when I work out at a high intensity level. And I think that's another thing that's really helpful is a lot of the women here are athletes. I do CrossFit. I do spin. I just got my first experience with Mega Burn. Uh, so we're all very conscious about what we put in our body and knowing that at the end of the day, nutrition is such a big piece of your goals being met in the gym. And so we're right there with you trying to fuel our workouts, to fuel our bodies, to do amazing things. It's so true because um, I think Valerie mentioned this last week that it's an 80-20 ratio, right? 80% of... Uh, living a balanced lifestyle and having your gut operate properly is the nutrition aspect of it. And then 20% is going to be your working out. So a lot of us have the whole fitness thing down. We work out, we're very active. But then the piece of the puzzle that seems to be missed sometimes is how do I refuel? How do I replenish my glycogen stores, my muscle? How do I come back to my baseline so that I can work out at a high intensity level again? And I found that these meals have been the missing piece for me personally. 
We love to work with trainers, nutritionists, anybody who is certified to do um, macros or a nutrition plan. We've got a lot of athletes that will come to us and say, here's what my trainer wants me to eat, and we're able to piece those meals together to give them what's suggested by somebody who's in the nutritional world. That's amazing. That's really, I feel like that's such a key component to really trusting uh, Stella's Kitchen to, to piece these meals together is that you can work with um, people's different, their different macros and what's recommended for them. Yeah, so uh, to wrap that together, um, if you are wondering what your macros are, how much protein, carbs, and fats you should be eating in each and every single meal, you're going to go visit Katie from NutriShop because she's going to give you a body scan like we talked about last week, an in-body, and she's going to give you those exact numbers. But here's the thing. What do you do with those numbers? You're going to take those macros that Katie Graham gave you from NutriShop, and you're going to bring them to Sarah here at Stella's Kitchen, and you're going to tell her what exact macros you want to hit during the day. And she's going to space those macros out into meals that you're going to be able to eat consistently throughout the day. Let's jump right into Whole30, because I have a lot of people ask me, I know Valerie has a lot of people Instagram her, about Whole30. And you are a big proponent of Whole30. And in fact, I know that we talked a little bit before about you're going to be coming um, a certified coach for Whole30 here at Stella's Kitchen. Yes. So we were officially Whole30 approved um, several months ago, which was a process where they review all of our ingredients. They review our menus for several weeks each week. Um, and once they feel comfortable knowing that you can support a Whole30 style of cooking, they allow you to provide Whole30 approved meals. So we've been doing that for a while. It's been really awesome. Um, super excited. They're adding another piece onto that and that you can become a certified Whole30 coach, which Stella's Kitchen will be pursuing next month when they release that. Um, so we'll be able to host our own Whole30s, provide counseling, um, meal prep help, any of those pieces for somebody who's doing a Whole30 on their own. So if you are doing a Whole30, say with your gym or um, with some girlfriends or your spouse, we do provide meals that are all Whole30 approved. You can order any of the meal plans that we provide. And then even in our menu, you can see which meals are Whole30 approved. And we tell our listeners a little bit more about what it means to be on the Whole30 plan. Yes. So I love the Whole30 as a reset. Um, most people, I think, are familiar with the paleo style of eating, basically eliminating any processed sugars, grains, legumes, um, focusing on high-quality protein, vegetables, and fats. So Whole30 takes that one more step, um, and they use it more as like a mental reset of what, why you're eating what you're eating. Um, you're not allowed to do any kind of sugar substitutes, no honey, molasses, any of those things. And their goal is to really have you focus on the ingredients and why you're eating um, there are several books out there. One of them even goes into like the mental part of eating and dieting and why specifically women do what they do, trying to get their bodies to be the way they want them to be. So taking a more holistic approach to your food is a really big piece of what Whole30 promotes. It's almost, I always feel like when we talk about nutrition and balancing your macros, um, it's almost a science you really have to um, create this even balance between the proteins and the fats and the carbs. It can be a little complicated, I think, for a lot of people. 
Yes, it is. I mean, even for myself, I won't do any kind of nutrition counseling for people because I know that there are people who are so much more certified um, on the science level of that. And especially if you're a hard competing athlete, you need that science built into your meals. It's so much more than just, I'm going to eat chicken and rice after I work out. You make it easy though for people because, um, Let's say you are, a, like myself, I'm a mom, I have an eight-year-old, and when I make him dinner, those are not the macros that my body needs to recover. So you make it very easy for me to make him his healthy meal, whether that be his chicken or, you know, um, and then you make it easy for me to go to the refrigerator and grab my meal and sit down with him at the exact same time, because I do not have time to make two meals, Yes, we actually do a lot. So we, we work with a ton of athletes, but we also work with a ton of busy families, a ton of entrepreneurs, a ton of people that are just trying to hustle through their day and want to come home, and they don't want to spend the time cooking, cleaning, doing. They want to sit down and connect with their families. They want to connect with their kids. And at the same time, they want to give a meal that the kid's going to eat. We do actually quite a bit of family-style stuff, so we have a lot of happy little paleo children in the Portland area. <laughs> but it also works too. If you're going to cook a meal for three out of four of your family members and you're that fourth one that's like, I'm on a cut, I'm on a gain, whatever it is, but I want to eat with my family. Super easy just to prepare those meals, uh, reheat what you're going to eat and everybody can sit down together. That's really great. And then going back to the whole 30, I know that for myself, um, and I know that some of our listeners are probably in the same situation where you want to try out the whole 30 but it is such an intimidating thing to try just because there's so many restrictions and there's so many things that you can't have and that you can have and then going back with like the macros and trying to meet your macros and trying to do whole 30 at the same time it can be such a daunting task you don't even want to even try it so the fact that you offer that is just fantastic yeah, and, and that is the unfortunate piece of a lot of these programs is they do require you to cook, which requires you to shop and cook and clean and plan. And a lot of people just don't have time for that. So if you're able to at least get the meal prep portion taken care of, then you can really focus on making healthy choices at the office, making healthy choices when you're out with your girlfriends or your couple's friends, and just knowing that at least a portion of your meals can be taken care of. So there... Um it's a very popular documentary out right now called What the Health. Um, it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> I saw... Okay, no, sorry. Yo, no, no, no. No, no this is like first. an intense documentary. <laughs> yeah. um, and it talks about the importance of your meat and where it comes from, what that animal is being fed, how it's being housed. Let's dive a little bit deeper into that because that is one of the cornerstones of Stella's Kitchen is the quality of the meat and where it comes from. Yes. Um, A little bit of a soapbox. Nothing kills me more than to see all of these meal prep, you know, stories on Instagram, whatever, and they are a counter full of foster farm chicken or a counter full of battery cage raised chicken eggs. Mm -hmm. There's two pieces to this. One is what you're putting in your body. You don't want to put it, you're avoiding corn, soy, all of these inflammatory ingredients. doesn't make any sense to put a bunch of protein in your body that's been fed on all of those things. The other piece of it is just being a a human and having compassion for animals that you are taking their lives as part of your food. So we really try and promote, obviously we're going to eat animals, but let's do it in the best way that we can. Let's support those people that really, truly care about the animals for while they're here on this planet, as opposed to just seeing them as 
material or profit. And then uh, one of the big pieces that the docu documentary um, focused on was that the antibiotics that are made, 80% of those antibiotics are actually given to the animals. Yes. So that is a huge piece. Um, I've read statistics where it's upwards of 85% of all antibiotics, which if you're, I have a, a background in microbiology. My, my education is actually in food science. So I've done all of the microbiology, the biochemistry, all of that of food, um, not in how it's digested, but more in the realm of food itself. Um, and I've studied a lot of microbiology and to see bacteria that is now immune to antibiotics is really scary, really scary. And if you're pumping all of this antibiotics into the water, into the feed, into anything that these animals touch, trying to create the sterile environment, you know, all that offflow that's going into nature, into the streams, ingested in our body, it's a real scary thing. Uh, I've read articles about babies dying because they're resistant to the antibiotics that are supposed to treat, the bacteria is resistant to the um, antibiotics that are supposed to treat the infection. Um, so if we can start supporting practices that don't use antibiotics, that don't create these environments that the animals have to be sterile because they're so ill, they, they can't fight off any infections, support those, vote with your dollars. That's, that's a big piece of Stella's Kitchen is I want people to vote with their dollars. Give the money to the people that are promoting something you can stand behind. So that's basically how we make our protein choices, who we're supporting. Um, you know, it, it starts small and, and hopefully it grows. And we kind of try to change the mindset of people that we come in contact with. And that's so important. Um, just because the whole antibiotic thing, I feel like everything out there has it. And it's so important that we don't become resistant to these antibiotics just because if a big illness happens in your life and you're all of a sudden resistant I mean, your body in this antibiotic can't fight that off. And um, I'm such a big believer and supporter of really getting to know your farmers, getting to know the people at the farmer's market, visiting these farms, um, just because that way you actually get to see how these animals are raised, how they're cared for. You get to know the people behind, um, behind these businesses that are actually raising these animals or the produce. And I actually got the opportunity um, last month to visit Marion Farms um, out in Hillsborough. And I was really, really impressed with their operations and really getting to chat with them a little bit more. And I've also, every time I go to the farmer's market, I always talk to um, the different people that are there. And I was so shocked to find out that a lot of them aren't certified organic just because it is a very costly thing, but a lot of them do follow those practices as well as a lot of farmers as well that raise these animals. So um, that's something that I really encourage people to always do, to really, really get to know the people that they're buying things from. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point of a lot of these small farms, even though they practice organic practices of not spraying chemicals and not using any, you know, herbicides, any of those things, they're so small that they can't really yet afford the certification. And even though they are not certified organic, does not mean that they are not practicing the same policies and procedures. So that's where it helps to really get to know your farmers, get to know your ranchers, and try and support them until they maybe they can afford to do that certification. Yeah, so when going back to when you, if you're going to meal prep for yourself at home, 
please do not go to Winco and buy bulk chicken and think that you are getting the same level of nutrition as if you were to source your protein locally from a farm, which Valerie was mentioning, that practices really ethical behavior with your meat and their animals. A lot of times in these um, big box name farms, they're going to inject the meat before, after, during the process to extend the longevity of the, of the food's life. Yes, that is totally true. Um, a lot of the bigger processing facilities will inject chicken breast with water salt solutions just to get more weight um, out of it so that they get paid more for it. Um, that, yeah, it's not a good thing. <laughs> I know it's a, it can, I know that it would be a lot easier to go through this life and not think about where the food comes from, how it's treated, what's done to it, but it's reality that if you are going to be putting things into your body, you need to know where it comes from, what the process was to get it there and how long it's been on the shelf for. Yes, that's true. And they, they've done plenty of nutritional analysis comparing conventional beef to grass-fed beef. Uh, and obviously, the, the grass-fed beef has a much better fat panel. Um, your omega ratios are much better. So you can get, it's not just the feeling better about what you're doing. You get a better nutritional value out of humanely raised animals that are right, fed what they're supposed to be eating, grass, bugs out of the the grass for the chickens and instead of all this corn and soy that we've been popping them with. Absolutely. And something that I always tell people that don't really truly understand this and, or their excuse is, well, eggs, for example, they're so expensive. They can't afford to buy $8, $9 eggs. I totally get it. And I was, I used to have that same mentality. And after just like digging through and doing my own research on things, the way that I see it now that it's kind of like preventative health because if you're, you're going to be paying the cost at some point in your life, whether right now paying for quality ingredients or later down the road when you're, when you're sick. And I really see it as this is just preventative health for later down the road. And we also suggest people that are coming from a conventional diet of I'm eating bread, I'm eating conventionally raised meats, I'm eating, you know, non-organic produce. We always suggest to just start somewhere. Maybe you're going to swap out those battery-caged eggs for a free-range egg. Or maybe I'm going to buy some of my protein, will be grass-fed, um, instead of trying to do 100%. We've also come across buying clubs are a really great way to get high-quality meat uh, for a better price than you might at the grocery store and still supply, supporting farms that are trying to do good things. Absolutely. And one of the main things that I notice, especially with eggs, is if you buy a conventional egg versus um, a really good egg, you notice it in the yolk. As soon as you crack it, the high-quality egg, it's a very, very orange uh, yolk, and a conventional egg is always a very pale Yellow. Yellow. Yeah, and you can come back to the nutritional panels to compare both of those. There's been studies between a conventionally raised egg and a free-range chicken that's out doing what a chicken's supposed to do, laying eggs. Uh, The nutritional panels are much different. So if you're going to eat food to fuel your body, there should be some awareness of really what's the best bang for your buck. If you're trying to crush some PRs in the gym, you're cutting for a competition, any of those pieces, uh, the ingredient quality really does matter. 
Let's talk about this big project that you have going with BMW Cooney up in Vancouver, Washington. Um, I know we talked a little bit about how you go up there once or twice a month and um, you bring meals with you, Stella Kitchen Meals, to try and show people that quality ingredients and meal prepping can be super unique. You have like very interesting flavors when you do your meals. This is not the same menu every week, guys. This She changes this menu. There are a whole bunch of different um, palettes that you provide for. Yes. So in addition to our meal prep, um, like Caroline said, our menu changes every week. We also do catering, and then we've started working with Cooney BMW up in Vancouver for their healthy lunch program. And so twice a month, we'll bring out catered Stella's Kitchen lunches um, so people are able to get an opportunity to try out what paleo is, what clean eating is, maybe see vegetables in a different way that they're not familiar with, or even vegetables that they've never seen before. Um, and then we also have a lot of conversations with the employees about this is what we're feeding, this is the ingredients that we're doing uh, as one, the company is trying to promote an internal awareness for health, but two, also exposed to maybe a different style of cooking. So Sarah, I know that you spend a considerable amount of time planning the week's meals. What does your week um, work week look like with the meal planning and the prep in the kitchen? So we work on a weekly basis with our menu the week. Um, so we'll pretend our week starts on a Tuesday. That's the day where I get in touch with all of my suppliers, uh, any new cuts of beef that we've got in, any new cuts of um, pork that are in, or what produce is hitting the market, what's fresh. Using those um, ingredients, we'll plan the menu on Tuesday. It gets posted to the website on Tuesday night, so everybody orders Wednesday through Friday. And then Friday... And Saturday, we're in the kitchen. We're doing all the vegetable prep, peeling cases of sweet potatoes, chopping onions, doing all of the um, chopping, dicing, everything. And then Sunday is the mass cook day. So all of our girls are in here. We have seven of us that are in here busting away on Sunday, uh, cooking all the protein, cooking all the starch, cooking all the vegetables. And then Monday, starting at about 8 a.m., we just pack all those meals, assembly line, get everybody done pack all the orders. We do um, menu ordering so people can order a la carte. And then we also do our meal plans. So all of those are going to get packed up Monday afternoon, packed in our totes, packed with ice packs, and they are off to the gym. So you're really only looking at 24 hours, maybe, that your meals start their shelf life uh, cooking Sunday. And then literally 24 hours, they're in your fridge ready to go for the week. And then I found from experience, um, that your meals last anywhere from seven to I've even eaten it 10 days after I picked it up. I, today is uh, Thursday and I just finished last week's meals. I ate the, um, the meatballs today and yes. they were still yes. bomb. So um, my husband also likes to push the limits uh, in life. But we definitely put some thought into what we're prepping, how we're prepping. There's obviously, there's only so much shelf life you can get on a natural ingredient like blanched broccoli. Um, but we kind of try and plan these meals knowing that these are the meals you should probably eat on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and these are the meals that are going to be great for a Saturday, Sunday. So there is a lot, again, a lot of thought into the menus that we plan. We do 10 to 14 different meals every week, uh, along with breakfast, snacks. We have really fun, um, healthy snacks and desserts and, you know, everything changes with the season. So there's a lot of thought that goes into how are we going to be able to get you guys your food that's going to be great the entire week. Reheat it in a microwave, eaten at your desk. 
the variety in the menu is one of my favorite things about Sal's Kitchen because um, so um, when I'm eating my meals every single week, for me, it gets a little stale if I'm eating boiled chicken and broccoli and the sweet potato over and over again, <laughs> which I know are my proper macros and I know yep. it's going to be a lean meat. But um, the fact that you can make, I think it was buffalo chicken meatballs last Yum. week and it was insane let me tell you I had sweet potato fries with it it was so good yes but that's, oh, uh, that's that's a big piece of what we do is how can we take something you're very familiar with like chicken breast and sweet potatoes and make it amazing and make it different nobody's going to pay money to eat chicken and rice and broccoli or chicken and, and sweet potatoes and broccoli seven days a week so using those core ingredients that we know are healthy for us and that are clean and going to perform in our body how do we change those up? And that just comes into making it something like awesome buffalo meatballs, um, different cuts, different cooks, you know, whether it's roasted, blanched, steamed. Um, we've got the grill out this last week, next week, because uh, it's summertime, and that's a great way to put protein on the grill. Uh, so really focusing on how to keep it interesting, how to keep it exciting, how to keep it fresh in your fridge. So what is your most popular uh, meal prep? So... The tried and true shepherd's pie, I think, is everybody's amazing favorite thing to eat. Um, and it is, so it's paleo shepherd's pie, grass-fed ground beef, a sweet potato mash on top with coconut, milk, and ghee, um, baked in the oven. It's amazing. It's one of those really good comfort meals. It hits your macros, makes you full, makes you feel good. Um, that one is for sure our most popular. And then pretty much any meatball we send out. Everybody loves the meatballs. <laughs> Yeah, the meal that Carolyn had given me, it was a, it was stuffed chicken or stuffed chicken breast, and it was just such a unique combination that I myself wouldn't have even thought about making that at home. I felt like I was eating a meal from a restaurant. It was just so delicious, and I was so blown away at how how innovative it was of the you know for a meal like yeah. meal prep. I don't yeah. feel like I. I feel like um, most meal prep places that I've ordered from, it's always your standard thing. And I'm a creature of habit, and I can literally eat the same meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, seven days a week. But after a while, you do get a little tired. You're like, I I need some variety. And um, that's what I got from from the meals that I felt like I was like, I will never get bored of this. So we'll definitely have to post uh, some photos in our show notes so people can can take a look at your meal at your meals and also post a link to your Instagram account so yes. they can start uh, getting mouth-watering yeah. ideas of what they should order. <laughs> yes. Um, the Instagram really showcases what we're doing, who we are. Um, if you hop over to our Instagram, you'll see Stella and Helga. Those are our two adopted pit bulls. Um, along with really supporting where our ingredients come from, we really support fostering, adopting shelter dogs, pit bulls in particular, just because they've got such a bad rap. Um, I know sweetness, the bully is, is another amazing. Yeah. And I personally agree. have a pit bull. Yeah. So that's something Sarah and I really share is that, um, we have like, they label it bully breeds. Yeah. And although, um, our dogs are sweet, They're so sweet. Sweet, They're so sweet, 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 but I double leash Bricka because yeah. if we were to get into a fight with somebody, the first person they're going to blame is, is going to be the pit bull. Yeah. Yes. Um, so hop over to the Instagram. You get to see those sweet faces. You'll get to see the meals that we do, the ingredients we're doing. We do, um, in our My Story, you'll also see what we're doing in the kitchen. 
uh, which is also fun to see where your food comes from because you're going to receive it in a tote, in a bag, and at the gym, you know, it's like, where did this come from? So we really want to show people what we're doing, where we're doing it, the quality of the kitchen that we're cooking in. I love my kitchen. It's, it's a big, great space. We can do amazing things in here. But it gives you an opportunity to see where your food is coming from. And that this is so important. I just want to hit on this again is that when Sarah makes her meals for the week, she is making these meals from scratch in her kitchen in Beaverton. It's a commercial kitchen. This is not an operation run out of her house. She has her own space here with a bunch of employees, very organized system. And I really appreciate that the food comes from you and that your chefs are making this yes all of our stuff comes from whole ingredients um you know and and just a side note talking about not getting bored one of our most favorite things to do is take these standard magazines like bon appetit and tweak those recipes subbing out dairy for coconut milk and like really pushing the limits of how can we create this awesome meal that you know as spaghetti and meatballs to a paleo version that tastes amazing lasts amazing i love that i'm all about health hacking recipes yes so um, growing up in a Mexican-American uh, household, there's so many amazing meals, and I've tried to make them at home, and then looking over the recipes, I'm like, whoa, I was like, this is <laughs> awful, like, this is not healthy. So I'm all about health hacking them, and still, I think it's because I enjoy that challenge of really making them a healthy meal and using really good, wholesome ingredients. So just knowing that, yes. I, I love that. <laughs> yes, we've had some of our friends send us recipes of, like, um, my physical therapist is Filipino, and he sent me a recipe, and he's like, I would love it if you could make this clean and paleo, and we did, and it's so much fun to swap out these ingredients that are inflammatory or just not high quality for our paleo standard um, ingredients, making a meal that is very similar to what they were familiar with that may not be the best choice now. I love this. I love that we're breaking down the barriers between what fit and health is all about. Because sometimes when you are first getting into the world, like we talked about a little bit earlier, um, it seems very daunting. That was a perfect word that you used, Valerie. Um, But we are showing people, Sarah is showing people that you can have nutritious meals that are not only meeting your standards, but are super delicious. Yes. If you're going to eat meal prep, you need to be excited about it. Um, One of the best advices I was ever given from how to meal prep was don't cook things you are not excited about. Nobody is going to eat and stick to a macro-based diet if it's chicken and rice every day and you are so bored with chicken and rice. So we really try and keep it exciting, interesting, new. Uh, you know, I think in a month you'll maybe maybe see the same meal once or twice, if that. Um, so there's, there's definitely options for everybody that's out there. We hit all kinds of different protein types, all different types of carbohydrate types, you know, again, we go to the macros. There's going to be something that's going to fit your bill. We deal with some of the most pickiest eaters I have ever come across. <laughs> and they're happy and they're great and they know what's in their food and they are taken care of. So, um, yeah, check out the menu, post um, every Tuesday night, order Wednesday through Friday. Personal favorite so far that I've had, um, I have not been able to eat pork in so long because I find it hard to find a source that it meets my standards when it comes to um, high quality ingredients. Yes. But I had your pork and peaches last week. Oh, yes. that sounds good. I ate all five of them. I think there was five in my bag. <laughs> I did not share one of them. Yes. 
I was like that. hoarding that. <laughs> all of it. Because <laughs> we need to all of it. Um, yeah, that was a pork tenderloin with um, Hood River Peaches. Hood River is an amazing place for stone fruit right now. If you guys get the opportunity to go and do the Fruit Loop, it's a great place to check out things you may not see at the grocery stores. Um, yeah, just and that was that was literally just roasted pork tenderloin, roasted peaches. I think there was kale and butternut in there, mm-hmm. all roasted, super clean. Um, you know, bright, pretty meal that tasted amazing. The combos are just out of this world. The peach and the pork was just perfect. And if you guys are interested in ordering your meal preps through Stella's Kitchen, you can uh, find her menu online at stellaskitchencode.com. And she does post a new menu every Tuesday, and you can order between Wednesday and Friday. And Friday, the cutoff time is at midnight. Go ahead and follow Sarah on the gram. It's going to be Stella's Kitchen Co. on Instagram. And if you are just new to Stella's Kitchen, she offers a 10% off coupon code for your first order. It's going to be SK2017. And if you're looking to pick up your food, she drops off to Nike. She drops off to Adidas, to Burn Cycle, 24 different CrossFit gyms that you do not need to be a member of to pick up from. Um, You can also stop by her kitchen in Beaverton. You can meet all the ladies that are cooking your food and you can pick up your meals during the week. So listeners, if you're looking to try some of Stella's food, we are going to be featuring her food in our goodie bags at some of our pop-ups coming up. Um, In particular, this last weekend, we featured a muffin. Yes, it was our paleo chocolate banana muffin. Uh, They are super good, super clean, all paleo ingredients. So if you missed that, you can go ahead and put your order in before Friday at midnight. And like I said, she's got a bunch of really cool, unique muffins and extra desserts that you can add into your order. Sarah, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with us and uh, welcoming us to your space. We had such an amazing time chatting a little bit more and getting to know um, what Stella's Kitchen is all about. And hopefully our listeners uh, place their meals and enjoy. Enjoy their delicious meals as well. Yes. Thank you, ladies, so much for coming out. If you guys have any questions, you can always shoot us an email. Uh, If you want to know if we can do what you need, send us an email, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for having us in. Um, And listeners, if you have your macros, if you know what those are, go ahead and shoot Sarah an email and give her company a try. She's going to be able to meet your macros. You're going to be able to stay on track with really unique ingredients and menu combinations.